Thanks for calling Farmers. This is Josh. Can I help you? I speak to Alan, please. Can I tell him who's calling or try to help you myself? Yeah, just let him know that uh, Joey Jingola called. Okay. Are you a business acquaintance? Yeah, yeah, we know each other. I'm a fellow insurance agent. Okay. And what was your last name? Jingola. G-I-A-N-G-O-L-A. Got it. Okay. And you're probably just wanting to visit and collaborate, aren't you? I'd, yeah, he was. He reached out. He had a couple questions for me, and I was just giving him a buzz to kind of touch base. Okay. Real quick. Now we're at the root of the conversation. Did I do good, though? I, I'll transfer you over to him, but did I do good trying oh, to get good oh, info from you? Oh, yeah, I think so. You're, so is this like a test? Like, uh, just, no. No. I just try to make sure he, he needs to talk to you before I, I sure. like to try to get, get to the root. But, yeah, he'll definitely want to talk to you, Joey. Hang on one second. Not a problem. Thanks, man. You bet. This is Alan. Alan, this is Joey Jingola. Hey, dude. Man, yeah, uh, Josh was telling me, hey, man, it's Joey Jingola. I was like, really? It's like, he's like, yeah. He said, I've been grilling him, and he said, seems like a good good guy. I was like, yeah, he is. He does a podcast. I've listened to him for a couple of years. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I don't know if you're on my website, but uh, if you go to the blog, there's a, a blog that says how much will Oklahoma insurance cost? I mean, that's an ode to you right there. I'm thinking, okay, if I'm reading this, why would Oklahoma appear in there? I'm overwhelmed with how awesome all of those words were. That was my buddy Alan Drew of Alan Drew Insurance Agency in Edmond, Oklahoma. And I, I appreciate that, Alan. That's very kind of you. But so much fantastic stuff. How much does home insurance cost in your Oklahoma home or how much? You know, but we get it. Alan is actually diving in and dealing with one of the most, I don't know, I mean, I guess controversial, but debated or kind of pushed back on topics when it comes to creating helpful content and especially with insurance because uh, hey joey hey alan what's what do you get what's wrong with you guys how can you possibly begin to try and tell some sort of generalization of what insurance costs it's crazy it's ridiculous what i mean why would you even attempt such a feat i don't know maybe because it's what people want to know that's just it like that's it they're looking for how much it costs regardless of However many levels of it depends you need to get through to give them something that will matter ultimately that they might actually pay on a month to month basis. That's not really what they're asking for when they ask that. And I guess that's, you know, and you heard Alan say right at the very end, I'm trying to think about how, how it would make sense for somebody to read that for Oklahoma to be in there. One, he's thinking about the end consumer. He's thinking, you know, if I'm just reading this, what, how does this make sense? I just want to tack it on. I want to put it in a very natural way but thinking about what they are ultimately asking. And it's not always exactly what they're asking. They're asking how much does home insurance cost in Oklahoma? The answer, obviously it depends. What they're really saying is, hey, Alan, could you just give me a roundabout number so I can kind of just have a general idea about what I might expect to pay on this particular type of home in Oklahoma if I chose to do so? It's a little bit of a long tail <laughs> phrase, 
But that's why when you just go, hey, how much does home insurance cost on your Oklahoma home? There you go, that's it. You've got it all right there. That's covering that gigantic long roundabout question that they're really asking themselves deep down. And you're bringing them in on something that they ultimately need. It's not, hey, come talk to us and we can save you money. And did you know if you bundled it, it'll save you? Like, that's not what they're looking for. They, they kind of know that. They just want to know, really generally, roundabout way, what it costs. They don't want to hear about what you're going to or could potentially do uh, with without them taking action, right? This is allowing them to get information first. This is about giving first and then exchange for you know their trust and potentially their business later. And really the only thing that you have to do to make it happen, the easiest thing, it's, it's I mean, it's kind of easy, is simply think about how you can possibly ask that question back to them and figure out the best way to answer it. Um, and so sometimes I've like my uninsured motorist coverage, I don't say Oklahoma. You know, again, I, I probably need to rethink that. But I've kind of done all these in that, you know, here's a question and here's my answer. And I'm not sure I'm positioning the phrase right. Phrasing is important, but so is the actual question that you're answering. And that's the other thing to, I guess, maybe start to come to grips with and be okay with that not all questions are created equal. Not all questions are going to, uh, you know, and not all answers to questions are going to potentially have the same impact. And in fact, it's going to be a vast majority of the questions that will um, not have as dramatic of an impact as a very small few. There's going to be a very small number of questions that really just outperform and, and for whatever reason, you know, a bunch of other questions. And there's either two ways to kind of get after that go straight at it is one, spend a lot of time, effort, and energy guessing which one you think is going to be ultimately the best or has the best chance to make that happen. Now, of course, there's some more obvious than others, much like the one we just started talking about with Alan. That is, again, how much does your home insurance cost in Oklahoma? Cost, how much, all of those things. Pretty safe bet that it will at least give itself a much better chance than maybe like the question I was just mentioning, un uninsured, underinsured motorist. That's one that might be a little bit trickier. Or again, where then this becomes a question of maybe you can, you know, phrase it in a way, go after it from an angle that is going to make it more successful. So there's certainly two pieces there and, and being okay with, 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 you know, whichever one you choose is, is all right. So I guess, you know, I didn't finish going back real quick. One, again, you can be very, very calculated, very specific, laser focused and try and pick the absolute best questions that you think are going to rank and, and try and ignore the ones that, you know, you're not sure. But the other way is, again, just trying to answer as many questions as you possibly can, as thoroughly as, po as you possibly can, and then going from there. And those two approaches, there's, there's no right or wrong, but again, uh, you know, I, I, when you put so much pressure on perfection, that generally creates a bad situation, in my opinion, right? You're, you're just, you're putting, I don't want to say all your eggs in one basket, but you're certainly making 
it more difficult on that. You're, you're setting that piece of content up for failure because you, you have such high expectations, high hopes for it to be this savior. It's going to be something like everybody pays attention to, stops and takes pictures of, and generally that's not the case. So I much, again, personal preference here, do what you want with your life. I'm not going to sit here and say that you need to one way or the other, but I much prefer the, the volume approach because you never know. It's always the thing you never really thought was going to take off that does. And then you're glad that it's there because guess what? It was, um, you know, decision that probably made you a decent amount of money and is lasting, not just for that month, not for just that year, but multiple years where it's continuing to drive business and revenue to the agency. That's what we're talking about. Now, the question becomes the really most important question becomes how do you figure it out? Because if you're not paying attention to what's working, you might miss it. And not, you know, uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I know I have, but I don't do it often enough to even remember how the heck I did okay. it the last time. All right. Don't worry about it, Alan, because I hear that that's pretty common, right? That's Alan's response. I asked him, hey, do you have Google Analytics set up on your site or something to track? I, I believe it was Google Analytics. Again, I'm not a big fan of Google Analytics, but whatever you have, you need to have something to track. And I said, are you are you paying attention? Are you looking? Do you even know if, if this is caught on yet? And that is the response I get quite a bit, or I've, I hear it quite often. And that's one you know area that gets ignored quite a bit, or is the first place that is disregarded. And that is the analytics side. That's what comes after you've actually hit publish. And it's not something that you, you know, you sit there and stare at like watching paint dry. Although sometimes it's fun to watch real time stats when, you know, I, I'm just saying sometimes, sometimes, but checking, having some sort of, you know, method, some madness, maybe even a process around, you know, gathering that analytical data and doing something with it because just knowing it one is the first step, right? Just, uh, you know, making it a routine, making it a habit to understand those numbers and those trends. Yeah, I would say again, maybe once a week, once a month at least, you know, it's not something that you have to do daily, but, you know, knowing what is getting, you know, eyeballs on your site, because if something is only getting read five times, well, then we know we have problems. We know it's not working. We know we need to try something different. We know that angle, that approach, that question, whatever hasn't worked yet. Again, not ruling out, you know, we've talked in previous episodes uh, all over the whole Agency Nation universe, you know, six, eight, nine, 10, 11, you know, realistically 12 months, somewhere in those neighborhoods is when you can expect for something to start happening. So don't get too impatient too quickly, but you have to first make sure that you're waiting long enough, right? That's the first step, making sure that you're not getting impatient, making sure that you're not expecting something to do something that it can't or it won't. But then too, where this really comes into play, the, the whole, you know, question, answer, and, and analytics aspect of this is, you know, once you start to see something work, then what can you glean from that? You know, and again, this is basically what almost every episode of the show has been about, of the things that, you know, I've witnessed and I've had other people witness of working for the most part. And how can you take that thing that you see working and how can you iterate on that and make the next thing, right? How do you follow what works? How do you continue to chase that success? And that's really what 
those insights are going to do because they're going to be very tiny and, and insignificant really in, in the beginning, right? They're going to be small numbers, but you have to say, hey, this one has twice as many views as this other one. Why is that? Is there something that I did differently? Just kind of analyzing that, right? That's kind of when you're just getting, if you're just getting started like Alan is here, uh, try to dig in and understand what the next opportunity is and why you maybe missed on that, you know, previous one, you know, why maybe didn't that work? Did I write it long enough? Did I have enough information in there? Um, have I covered that topic enough to where I think it should have actually covered, you know, uh, cut on, you know, and those are all relevant questions to be asking, but you have to be willing to first, you know, talk about the things that people want to know that, you know, maybe other insurance agents aren't willing to do on the internet. You have to be willing and dedicated to answering the questions in a place that people are looking for them and then giving them a chance, an opportunity to figure out and find out more about who you are and what you do. And then when that starts to happen, then you need to really dig deep really dig deep on why and what is working and how, and really figure out how you can do it all again. This is by far probably gonna be my favorite thing to do. Now, honestly, I can't believe it hasn't happened sooner. And really, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but have you read press releases? I mean, they're supposed to be serious, but we're gonna read them they're an intentional comedy and it's and it's fantastic it is just a great time and the first one of this new whatever this will be called series is from pizza hut and i mean it it starts right off the top with pan you believe it pizza hut does the impossible enhancing a classic introducing the new original pan pizza Pizza Hut, the originator of the often imitated but never duplicated original pan pizza, announced today that after three years innovation process, it has accomplished the inconceivable improving upon its famous pizza offering. Originally debuting on Pizza Hut menus nationwide nearly four decades ago, the original pan pizza forever changed the pizza eating experience for America by introducing a pizza that was crispy on the outside and soft and chewy on the inside. Now, thanks to an unwavering commitment to product innovation from Pizza Hut, original pan pizza trademark, pizza fanatics can enjoy a refined take on the pizza they know and love. That's just the first paragraph. Buckle up. We're going to do one more just because it's too much fun. The updated original pan pizza is baked in a newly engineered pan, which perfects the golden brown, crispy, buttery crust, and is topped with a new blend of cheese and sauce to enhance the flavor and complement the chewy center. The finished product is a result of a lengthy innovation journey Pizza Hut embarked on, focused on combining art, science, culinary expertise to bring the taste of the original pan pizza to the next are people paid to put these uh, overly emphatic words together in very, I mean, you would think it's kind of like a joke. Like, I feel like that's like something Saturday Night Live would write. I don't know. What about you? Do you read, do you read press releases? Because it's fun. I, re- I, read them, I read them all the time, and they're hilarious to me that somebody would overhype something. I mean, pizza. I mean, like, it's just the most overhyped thing. It's just so desperate <laughs> to be like awesome it can't help itself this is gonna be fun i can't wait there was quotes and it was it was fantastic but we'll stop for there because it's that's enough speaking of 
not overhyping, but really giving you something worthwhile, at least I think, every, we'll say Sunday morning. Head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter, jump on the email list, and make sure you stay up to date with everything that is happening here in Agency Nation. And uh, yeah, that's probably the best thing that you can do. agencynation.com slash newsletter.